1: Welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with something in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. This week in the Red Corner, they try to frame them for a crime they didn't commit. A cocky, rogue CIA agent has a nefarious plan they must stop. We'll have a climax at the LA docks from 2010. It's the losers. But in the blue corner They tried to frame them for a crime they didn't commit A cocky rogue CI agent Has a nefarious plan they must stop And we'll have another climax at the LA Docks From also 2010 It's the A-Team Singer in a smoky room Smell of wine and cheap perfume For a smile they can share the night It goes on and on And on and on Strangers Waiting
2: All right. Up and down the boulevard Mr. Anderson, this is Richard Kurtz
0: from Internal Security I'm
2: wondering if you'd be kind enough to make your way to the lobby
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I'm a little taken back, I'm not gonna lie
2: <laughs> Lieutenant
0: oh, I'm sorry, am I supposed to call you Lieutenant back?
2: No, you're supposed to call me Captain
0: Captain, Captain That's right Captain Crunch, look at you. Wow. So I guess you said no to the kids, no to the family, just no ladder you can't climb, huh? No, no, honey. I just said no to you.
1: Hello. My name's Percy.
0: Would you like some
1: pork? If I broke every bone in your hand, could you still do that? So which is the better Mercenaries with Morals movie? We're going to find out. That battle commence. It's Clash of the Titles. Hello, Clash Butters. It was a secret government experiment. They did stuff to me. Spooky stuff. Anal stuff. I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. And Chris is not here. He is currently on a work slash holiday. He's unclear. It's yeah. a
2: work trip, I think. Also for pleasure.
1: Yeah, he's gone on a what's what's the expression a women a prayer a wing of a prayer not a whim. <laughs>
2: I Thought you said a women prayer. What's that? But no, it's fine. No,
1: sorry. I feel like I feel like what's happened is in Chris's absence we've already gone deviated <laughs> from the strict format he enforces on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say let's just say what we're doing. We're bringing back the small talk section.
2: Oh hooray! Yeah, thank God.
1: Guess what happened to me this week? Go on. I think I told you, uh, but I didn't tell you. The fallout. Or did I tell you? I had my ear micro suction. Tell me everything. Oh my God, it was beautiful. So I had this chest infection and I thought my ear was blocked because yep. my eustachian tube's been full of slash mucus. Thanks, medical school. Right, exactly. One year, I cover the <laughs> I do know what a tube is. Yeah. Yeah. You do know what a tube is?
2: I didn't know. I didn't know it was called that. What word did you say?
1: A eustachian tube. I didn't go to medical school. Okay. I mean, that is GCSE biology. Is it? Yeah. But nevertheless, I went <laughs> to the yeah. doctor and yeah. I was like, I think it's blocked because of my Eustachian tube. I like to I like to get in there first, just yeah. so, you know.
2: They, I find that it's not going to get their back up at all no, I <laughs> you get, tell
1: them what to do. Well, I mean, especially when I got, I've i been to medical school, yeah, so, you, uh, so I think it's this. <laughs> but he was like, he looked in my cleaner and then he looked in the other one and went, nope, it's completely blocked with wax. Cool. Go get it microsuctioned at an optician's, weirdly. Yeah, But um, I did. They put the little mini Dyson in my ear. Wow. And she sucked and she sucked. And this just, it it was like a marble of solidified wax. Wow, wow, (laughs) wow. Doctor said I didn't need the other ear doing. I went, go on, check it. Oh, yeah. She managed to pull some stuff out of that as well. I've never, it's. It's like having the inside of your head washed. I'm so jealous. It was beautiful.
2: Not for my ears, but I said this to you, for my eyes. I don't think that's a thing. No, it's not a thing, but why isn't it? But I understand why. This is probably very dangerous, but so much London grit and so many flies have gone in my eyes over the years. So many flies that I I just want them (laughs) to be gone. Because I feel like once, on a swear to God, is this possible? You're a doctor. A fly went in my eye Mm. and moments later, uh, there was a fly on my tongue. And is that possible that it went around the back of my head
1: i believe those are two separate flies (laughs) i don't think they're the same fly
2: yeah i would have been talking so that's kind of fair enough
1: wow But
2: i was convinced i've never
1: met someone who consistently has their eyes so full of debris
2: yeah honestly it's horrible i just got big bug eyes that suck up a lot of detritus But sometimes it just gets to me, just the idea that there's all this grit somewhere in my face. But you
1: wear glasses, and we've we've spent a lot of time together walking, and I've never seen bugs stuck to your glasses like a a car windscreen. I
2: don't wear glasses. If I wear these glasses walking, I'll fall over.
1: Right. Right, Okay.
2: So I don't ever wear glasses walking,
1: actually. Shows how much attention I pay. Yeah, no,
2: no, no surprise there. Because I'm listening to what you're saying. That's true. Exactly.
1: Uh, So, uh, like I said, Chris is on holiday. Fantastic Fest in Austin, Texas. I hope he has a lovely time. Uh, So it is just myself and Victoria. And uh, we've got a 50-50 hit rate for doing shows on our own. I think um, Fantastic Four, that week, was very good. Was it? We nailed it. (laughs) We did. Then again. Bill and Ted week. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about the now defunct Richard Dunn water Park outside either Sheffield or Doncaster, still don't know.
2: It's, a, it's baffling, isn't it? Because on paper, you'd think they were the better films to talk about. Mm. And yet we swerved it. Yep. But today... Today, what a week. Oh,
1: my choices. Unbelievable. The losers versus the A-Team. Unbelievable, as in, I cannot wait to get into these. I know, <laughs> you're excited. Uh, so, I love both these movies uh, when I first saw them. Uh, they both have a standout scene that I have rewatched numerous occasions on YouTube without watching the rest of the film. Okay. I think we've got a fair fight. On our yeah, hands. no,
2: I will say that much for sure. Okay, good. Yeah, That's yeah, good. definitely. Right, excellent. I've agonized. Have you really? I really have. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: okay. Uh, Chris has voted as well. Has in his he? Absence. Yes. And <laughs> oh, he is good. He is good, and uh, I am surprised at his vote. Are oh, you? Yeah. Well, I am. I am. So we might uh, we might have a surprise because I am pretty certain that I think one film should definitely win. But I still think it's a fair fight. All we'll right. get into it. We'll get into it. Uh, all right, then. So, the clue I gave on last week's show was mercenaries with morals. Chris followed that up on Twitter with nothing because he's away. So, I followed it up on Twitter with a very <laughs> sexy gif of the LA docs. Mmm. <laughs> lovely docs. Your has escaped into the Los Angeles underground where we found them on our Twitter at ClashPod. We're also on Instagram and TikTok at ClashPod with loads of saucy extras from videos of the show to. More videos. Other stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you know,
2: short form. Short form and longer form. Yeah,
1: check out our YouTube channel. Type Clash of the Titles to watch long form videos of the show. If you want to see us sweating in the studio <laughs> slash tomb, that's also the place to go. <laughs> so the correct guesses, congratulations to Peter Stirrup, who got it right, but our winner this week, multiple victor of the correct guess segment. Well done, Robert Farley. Your prize is to get in the van. <laughs> <laughs> For an immersive A-team Sorry. experience where we'll be recreating some of the explosive action seen in the A-team to test whether those bad guys really would have got up unharmed. There's a short health and safety waiver to sign. Can't wait to see you. <laughs> Connection section. Well, I did the weirdest two already.
2: The port of LA—that's weird.
1: Port of LA and the rogue CIA agent.
2: This might be because of the time it was made. Both of them, but the billion dollars in cash—I find that quite confusing.
1: You said this before,
2: have I? Yeah,
1: because went into the crypto realm now. Yeah,
2: why would you want a million, a billion dollars in in paper? And you can lose it. It can dev- I mean, you don't need me to run through these. Do
1: you know much about the crypto market right now? It crashed, babe. I, I know it, it crashed. Cr- I know the bottom
2: <laughs> fell out of it. Right, exactly. Did you lose your
1: shirt? If someone. <laughs> If someone said to me, do you want a billion dollars in cash or crypto? I'm going, give me the suitcase. You were greedy. You, that's where you went wrong. I wasn't greedy. I was just sort of laissez-faire. Yeah. I was just sort of like, I'll put this in and it'll Into this magical value. money tree. Yeah, everyone was telling happens. me to do it. No, I, put it into, I put it into Dogecoin when he, uh, old Elon Musk was like, Dogecoin is messing as well. Dogecoin. the Dogecoin. Get it. And everyone went, fucking hell, Elon right, Musk. Then. We're going to be billionaires yeah. just like him. And then he went on Saturday Night I went, ah, it's shit. <laughs> the bottom fell out and the smart people had exited. And the people like me was like, no, no, no. It's all publicity. Yeah. In, yeah. It, it, the bottom fell out. Yeah, yeah,
2: never mind. So, yeah, how would you
1: want? How would you want a billion dollars? Well, I'll tell you how. Do you know what? I'm going to really bank struggle transfer. this week. Yeah.
2: What, which one of these is it where they're like, it's not a hard. Drive. Oh, no, this is the losers. This is me. It's not a hard drive. It's basically a debit card. I'd like it on that then. <laughs> <laughs> because you've gone through all this trouble to hack the mainframe which is I'm no shade one of my favourite bits um, but what you're saying is essentially this thing is a debit card but these people from India are like oh, no we want it in cash no sense so there's that women women are trouble women are such trouble you will make so many mistakes because mm. of women true also freeze frame that's your name nice and I've got one for you that I think you'll like but it's a, it's just more left field because the connections are uh, numerous mm-hmm Dogs. You like dogs, don't you? I do like dogs. In the A team there are some dogs in a if This if the
1: connection is no, there wait. are Okay. No, it's not dogs in both. It's not, it's not both. there are dogs in both.
2: No. In the Losers, during the making of the Losers, Jeffrey Dean Morgan adopted a puppy that was on set and was astray, and it was going to be terminated? Is that the expression? Put down? Ex- I think extinguished?
1: the correct word is executed.
2: Executed. <laughs> it was going to be executed. So he gave an interview where he said he paid the vet bill for the dog, and now it's his dog.
1: Oh, Isn't that nice? It really still feels a little bit like there are <laughs> stories about dogs in both. Do you mean that no one adopted a dog in the A team? You mean no. there are two dogs in the A team? Yeah. Right, got you. It's it's weak, but it comes with a lovely story, so it it gets a pass. Yeah, you like it. I do. Uh, Villains Who Survive for the Never sequels, uh, military units being framed for crimes they didn't commit, did that already. Uh, Both films, interestingly, have 48% exactly on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: fascinating. Fair fight. Yeah.
1: Fair fight. So... Shall we get into this? Yeah. All right. <laughs> on Thursday, I'll be mourning the absence of the A team van in the A team, which means today, V is being reminded of her school days as she's hanging with the lootmothers.
2: <laughs> oh, Zane! <What> <laughs> <What a burn.
1: laughs> v, take us on a journey.
2: Meet Jensen The glasses one Clay The boss man one Pooch The they just keep Pulling me back in one Cougar They're not being given Any dialogue one And Aisha the hot one And Rock Rogue Rogue. Rock Rogue (laughs) The one that goes rogue (laughs) Anyway Left for dead By their CIA handler This crack team Of special operatives Sneak back home And undertake Their most complex assignment Find the guy Who tried to kill them Sure Clear their names Probably But really Uncover the secret Of how and why Jeffrey Dean Morgan's White shirt stays Completely spotless the entire time even when they've been living hand to mouth in Bolivia even when he's had the shit kicked out of him by Hot Girl even when he's shagging in a box park it's (laughs) especially fresh for the whole movie which is baffling Anyway, hot girl is a liar. Glasses hacks the mainframe. Don't touch Cougar's hat. No idea why. Jason Patrick is fascinating for many of the wrong reasons. Rock goes rogue, like I said, undermining the central draw of this movie, but at least it puts a full stop on his unbearable dick-waving slash eye-fucking thing he's got going on (laughs) with Clay. Set up a sequel in favour of ending the film properly. Yes, that's really the end. Yep. There's that film. I thought you'd like
1: Rock, Rogue, Rogue, because you love a name that gives away the character's
2: motivations. Well, because I thought for the... Uh, 75% of the film, I thought he was called Rogue. <laughs> He's called Rogue. R- what is that? Rock, Rogue? How do you even say it? I mean, I've
1: said it twice. Rogue.
2: <laughs> Spell... All right, so if it was R-O-A-K, Rogue. But it's not.
1: It's R-O-Q-U-E. Yeah. Is it even U-E? I thought it was just R-O-Q. No, it is R-O-Q-U-E. Yeah. It's basically Rogue with a Q. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not like it? (laughs) I prefer (laughs) Rogue. Right. Fine. Fine.
2: So now, um, you mentioned that you wanted to do this pairing a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I felt really out of my depth because I have never even heard of this film at all. I don't recognise anything about it. I don't remember the poster. (laughs) But also that year. So that's 2010. I remember A-Team. I remember Expendables and Red. And I've seen a few of these films. This, nothing. Nothing.
1: You're one of a large number of people. This movie did not make a splash. It didn't even get released that many places outside the US. Not all the international territories a movie normally gets released in. And it squeaked a profit. So this is... This is a bit of an out-there choice for me. But the A-Team's big, so Chris, if he were yeah. here, would be like, mm, we have to do one big movie.
2: No, I think it's a, no, it's a fair fight, because they're unbelie- you know, remarkably similar. Mm. Um, and the cast is amazing. You know, it's one of those... The A-Team didn't do amazing either, or did it do fucking brilliantly?
1: I mean, it did a and, shit like, ton <laughs> better than this, yeah. but it didn't do as well. I mean, the budgets, I think there's about an $80 million difference between the A-Team and this. Oh, OK. So... Yeah, but the A-Team, it didn't make as much as it should have done, but it did make a, a shit ton I just got
2: it? panicked, because it's The Losers, and that's quite a cool name. And you, and you, in your imagination, you're like, oh, yeah, it could be a comic book thing, or it could be this, like, really cool, like, 70s western, maybe? Mm. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I had no idea.
1: Yeah, the name gives nothing away, but it is based, as you're going to tell us, on this graphic novel.
2: Well, let me tell you, yeah, it is based on a graphic novel, actually. Mm. Um,
1: do you want to do When I Saw It? Yeah, or, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to put my Chris pants on, but... <laughs> There you go. Um, Sorry, uh, yeah,
2: you need to sound much more arsy
1: when you do that bit, but go on. uh, So I watched it, it's a really boring story, I could have actually. I'm I'm only going to say this, I watched it literally in a screening room exactly the same, four months before the A-Team, exactly the same year, obviously, and I gave it four out of five in the paper, Mm because I very much enjoyed it, (laughs) and just because I'm really pushing this Fair Fight thing, I also gave the A-Team four
2: out of five Okay, Fair Fight. Fair fight. Big year for you.
1: Never watched it since. No. No. I remember really, really enjoying it at the time. I walked out. It is the kind of movie that you know I like. Yeah, of course. It's, yeah, yeah. it's just sort of like bants and bombs and explosions <laughs> and badass babes. <laughs> Yeah, I said badass babe. She
2: is a badass babe. She fucking is. She's amazing, mm. though. I've got to say. Um, all right, so let's just uh, well, let's just fill in some of the blanks Great. in everybody's knowledge about this film. Yeah, uh, it is based on a comic, which is in itself based on characters from a seventies DC comic called Our Fighting Forces. So, in two thousand and three, writer Andy Diggle and artist Jock they reimagine it, um, and then the characters become a special forces team, cut loose by the CIA, and then looking for revenge on max so anyway uh, that's 2003 so in 2005 Peter Berg is hired to write and later produce and also direct mm. that doesn't work out because he goes and does Hancock but I uh, got a bad
1: choice I think honestly I mean really, yeah Hancock's terrible it makes yeah. no fucking sense. Yeah. It's, 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 Hancock is a bad movie. It's a bigger movie. But it's a bigger star it, Yeah, of course. Yeah. And like, if he'd made a good movie, great choice. But I guess what I mean is I think if Peter Berg had directed this, this feels very much like a, a great vehicle for Peter Berg's action sensibilities. And
2: I wonder, so I went down this Peter Berg rabbit hole for a while. Mm. I did not know that Eon's a gym, a boxing ring. Did you know that? I didn't. I did not know that. So anyway, or he did at the time I read this thing. So someone called Colby Parker Jr., who's his editor often, I read this interview and he said that, uh, quote, uh, one of Berg's most fundamental beliefs is that every time, quote, one man meets another man, the first thing that goes through his mind, whether or not he knows it, is can I take him in a fight? Wow. He punched me in the throat once and I couldn't talk for a week. That made him really happy.
1: Fucking
2: hell. I know. So I don't, I mean, I was going to ask you, do you often think... Can I take this dude in a fight? I feel that Peter Berg like might he, think that.
1: Yeah, I mean he directs in that like, and the movies he's made like Deepwater Horizon. Yeah, uh, what's the 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 one behind Enemy Enemy Lines with the Taylor uh, oh Taylor Kitsch? Taylor Kitsch, yeah, Mark Wahlberg, last Last Survivor, Lone Did Survivor, I, yeah, Lone Survivor, but. His best movie, which again, I mean, he's got the rock there, so he's like, yeah, you can be in my movie because you could have me. Um, <laughs>
2: is is
1: the rundown, aka Welcome to the Jungle, which was released here, yeah, uh, as it was released here. It's just, I mean, I, I keep forgetting that movie. We have to do it. Somewhere. It's so much fun, and it's just it's a like Peter Berg sort of like meaty action. Yeah. It's
2: great. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, he's you know he's a certain type of uh, man, which is fine. Mm. Um, but anyway. It doesn't work out for him because he's off to do Hancock. So then you get 2007, Tim's story is announced, but before Rise of the Silver Surfer was released because then that was released, so then that all goes away because I don't think anybody loved it. I haven't, that's not the one I've seen, but I saw the other one and when we did Fantastic Four last time, and I don't know. Like
1: Silver Surfer's actually a better film. Is it? I mean... A a bit. Uh, Yes, a little
2: bit. So anyway, we get to 2008. Uh, James Vanderbilt has done a draft... Um, and then we- friend James Vanderbilt
1: I know we, we often talk about how he sort of like he worked his way up to Zodiac delivers mm-hmm. Zodiac yep. and then goes fuck it
2: right <laughs>
1: <laughs> the losers yep. i mean, in which Zodiac was such <laughs> hard work to be <laughs> honest so I'm done yeah I mean he did he had done the, the rundown uh, he'd he done uh, Basic have you ever seen Basic the John I think it's John McTiernan uh, no. the John Travolta uh, we actually could have maybe done it with um, a few good men uh, the other week it's like these Marie Marines have killed another Marine on a base and he's cool. investigating and it's all like, everyone's like, I'm not telling you anything. I'll tell you nothing. It's It got terrible reviews. It's actually really good. Okay. Uh, so we wrote that and he did do the rundown with Peter Berg. Yeah. So.
2: A bit of a dream team then. Mm. Uh, but anyway, Sylvan White is hired. Uh, by this point, it's 2008. It's now with Joel Silver at Dark Castle. So that's kind of it. Um I will talk about casting. I'm mostly going to talk about Jason Patrick. <laughs> so I think we should. Someone has to. There's a quote from him. Which is uh, so uh, around 2007, 2008, he says, "Let's face it, the geeks have inherited the world, and if you want to be a player in this system, you have to be willing to do some of this. <laughs> 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 like- it's at such odds with the performance of the man, do you not know
1: think? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, at the premiere of The Losers, that was Jason Patrick. Thank you very much, Jason. <laughs>
2: like, thanks for your time. I don't get it. Like, I, I, I think it's good casting. I'm not sure about Max, which we'll come to, but be grateful. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I said a couple of weeks ago on the show. He, I mean, he, he takes it way past eleven on the dial. He's yeah. he's going full bore. I found a, an interesting quote uh, about him. One of the reviews read: uh, "Max would be funny if he wasn't so brutal, racist, and vile." <laughs> Which I kind of think sums him up. It's like he delivers stuff in a way that you go, "This this is funny." Yeah, but. The actual content, the delivery is funny, but the content of what you're saying is not.
2: Well, it's about you don't want to uh, you don't want to lose your audience, and it's a pantomimey performance, and that's fine because he is a campy villain, no problems. Mm. Especially the racism, you're just like, oh K, okay. like yeah. I'm out, kind of thing, and it's really difficult to find your way. back. not that he's ever supposed to be sympathetic, mm. but it's it's a very challenging ask in a very popcorn movie to be like, I will accept that and just roll with the punches with the racism.
1: Yeah, he was apparently a lot better in the comics. Uh, he was uh, he was uh, 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 more of a, a, a meaty meaty villain who was. Uh, an example of American exceptionalism gone too far. Okay, And he was also, which isn't in the movie, which would have been great. Like in the comics, he's he's got this sort of, he can be everywhere at once and he's got like a oh, weirdly long life. And it's because he's identical twins, sons of the former <laughs> Max, who was murdered by the American government. Yep. So he's on a mission of revenge, okay. a bit like the losers. But he wears different colored gloves in the movie. But in the comic, that's to signify... Which, that, twin, it which twin it is. Which oh, twin
2: it is. That's good. I yeah, always like an evil twin. We should get. We'll,
1: we'll, we'll talk about it towards the end. But like, there are certain things that this movie does wrong that the comic does very right. Yeah, but I bet. the movie sort of drops the ball on in favour of a PG thirteen get bums on seat rating.
2: Yeah, okay, and that's all. Well, that's all I want to say. So unless you've got anything else, we're just going to move swiftly on. Yeah, let's get into the losers. All right, so let's meet the team. They're in Bolivia. I feel to stand outside of a drug lord's compound looking a bit mean while the real hard work is done from the skies, the boys in the skies. I was like, what are you here to do? They just stand there and they're like, okay, skies, go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are doing those men a disservice. A First team. of all, they're there to give us some man bants, um, yep, which is great. My problem with this opening isn't that they're doing very little because they've got to fire the laser to the point, the, the the laser targeting of the bomb so they know where it is. Oh, and right. they could encounter resistance in the jungle. Mm. The easy job is the guy in the plane who goes, boop <laughs> presses a button, and.
2: <laughs> I mean, we're going to talk about the team because these kinds of. All right, any ensemble movie, whether it's this or whether it's, you know, to take your people, like even like Stand By Me or this or the A team, whatever. Everything lives and dies by how much you like each individual character, Mm. but also how they're interplay and interrelate and all the rest of it. So, straight of all, like, first off, Jensen, Chris Evans, not for me. Like, I don't like this.
1: I I had this argument with Nettie as well. She's like, I like Chris Evans normally. I do not like him in this. No. And I said, You're wrong. He's fucking brilliant. No.
2: I don't know what it is. It's so grating and so jarring. And I just don't, it just doesn't suit him. I don't know why that is. I don't know. I it mean,
1: grated more. So he was my standout character from the first watch of this. I yeah. was like, love him, love that. I'd never. I don't think I'd really seen Chris Evans in a whole lot when I saw this. No. Certainly not in this kind of role. And I think he says like this was a bit of a, a detour for him. He got to play a wisecracking sort of edgy guy, in his words. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, cool. And I really enjoyed him. He did great a bit this time, but I wasn't about. After I'd said, you're wrong, Janetti, mm-hmm. he then started to grate on me, but I'm not about to tell her that. No, I'm not about not. to admit that actually no. she may have been right. So,
2: everything, everything behind you is dead. Yeah. Uh, never apologise.
1: I dug my heels in percent, doubled down and, <laughs> yeah. and found myself laughing at Get things that were quintessentially not funny. Like, any time yeah. he said something, I was
2: like, ha, 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 <laughs> god damn, he's funny! Those lines have aged brilliantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's possibly, I think... I don't know, it's because of Knives Out. Like, that works. That really works. And he's not just playing wholesomeness there.
1: And the the grey man... Uh, he's not a dissimilar character to Jensen, the grey man uh, on Netflix. Uh, he's really good in that, but he's an arsehole. And I think this kind of sort of quite jarring, like, oh, very yeah. abrasive. If you're playing the villain and you're meant to be a hateful character, yeah. it works better than someone who's meant to be like, oh, I'd love to hang out with him. Yeah,
2: I think some of the writing's just got a bit patchy up. Not patchy, just it's just a little bit hard to reconcile with the distance because I think we're meant to think he's a bit lovable and a bit cheeky and some of the stuff he says and does is not good.
1: Yeah, it's the bit where he hits on Aisha and it's supposed to be kind of like a loser sort oh of God. hitting on her and you're supposed to feel sorry for him. It's like, oh, you massive geek. You don't know what you're doing, but you're yeah. sort of like, oh, you slimeball. <laughs> yeah. You're confident, aren't you? <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah, it's that. So there's them. And then Clay, right. So I... I don't know how... I haven't checked internet chat about Watchmen for a while, but I've enjoyed... Maybe I'm the one of the few people who genuinely enjoyed no, it. I, I think it's good. I really did yeah. like it, and because I, I think my expectations were lowered, because everyone's like, eh, it's just, you know, you're going to fucking hate it. Well, but. It's,
1: it's the Alan Moore thing, isn't it? You're, yeah. you're, you're pr- pretty much not allowed to uh, adapt Alan Moore, uh, yeah. otherwise you're a bad person, yeah. even though Alan Moore has sold you the rights, said, <laughs> "God, feel free to adapt my you work. Have my blessing. I'm, I'm going I'm to allow you to do it, take the paycheck, and then possibly badmouth you. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the coming weeks and once it comes out definitely say they fucked it so uh, but you want to buy the rights buy the fucking rights yeah. see what happens <laughs> just mate. put a
2: number on a bit of paper yeah
1: that's right <laughs> that's what I said <laughs> yeah I, the comedian uh, yeah Jeffrey yeah obviously I mean I really like the comedian me too uh, even though he's a horrific character yeah, yeah when he dies in Watchmen I'm like
2: oh man yeah I, want I really like it so I get him I, this good casting he's the boss that's fine I think they, you know, this whole, is he again. Is it general or colonel? Which is he? He can't. He doesn't want to be called He's, colonel or general or whichever. Think it's,
1: colonel Clay. Boss, whatever. Although that makes him sound like a Cluedo character. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I
2: think that's underplayed a bit. But that's not his fault. Pooch, right? Fine. Oh, on the poster, I can't even say so like a little bit of sitcom. Transpo, yeah, and heavy webs. <laughs> oh God! What the <laughs> fuck? So sometimes when you oh, show webs, webs. <laughs> so on Jensen's thing on the poster it says tech and comms you can shorten those words and it doesn't make everyone vomit tech and comms fine mm. but if you can't think of something better for transport and heavy weaponry just try again transport and webs <laughs> <laughs> i can't bear it i can't bear it uh, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> so why if someone's like uh, a, 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 a pilot and a pilot
2: <laughs> and a <laughs> tank
1: driver Pile and tan
2: <laughs> It's just It's just rubbish it's, And it's the word Weps It uh, yeah. me More than anything weps. weps Because no one's ever said that. When someone's like Oh I want to say Communications <laughs> But I'm in a rush Comms get it yeah, yeah. Transpo What What is it you're after <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yuck yeah. Don't like it
1: Chuck us the weps <laughs>
2: the,
1: the, the, you, you Weps wet wipes.
2: And it's also Because it's prefixed by heavy And it just makes me think of all It's just not Heavy just, weps Heavy weps It does
1: It, sound, it sounds like I'm, I'm not going to be able to go on this mission because of my heavy webs. yes he yeah. does got i've got your- a, i've
2: got a note for pe because of my heavy webs. yeah so that's not the character's fault but i found that quite distracting uh cougar right love i love his whole vibe i love the fact that there's barely an arc i guess never makes a mistake mm. doesn't seem to learn from anything uh i just wish he got more to say sexy oh uh, yeah yeah yeah
1: i genuinely I, I spent a lot of the movie going could i pull off that hat could I? Maybe I could. Maybe I should just dive in and start wearing it mm-hmm. and ignore the reactions of people until mm. it becomes so familiar that people don't recognise the hat as without, any other yeah, part. Yeah, without the hat.
2: Yeah. It would be an amazing thing when it's have a signature look. And you do have a signature look, it's actually. I to
1: have a silhouette that you can be recognised by, just your silhouette. It's <laughs> true. I read somewhere that if you're truly famous, yeah. then people can see a silhouette of you and go, that's David Bowie. That's, Prince, that's yeah. Prince,
2: yeah, yeah, it's true. Mm. Well, that's something to work towards, isn't it? Thanks. You're changing your look, though. You're go, you're widening your trousers, aren't you? Yeah,
1: I've bought them. I'm still, you know. Oh,
2: come on! Are you not? Are you too ne- nervous to wear them? They're very wide. They're not. They're not very. They're probably normal. <laughs>
1: uh, I, don't, I can't tell. They just sort of flap about.
2: <laughs> like they catch the breeze. Mm,
1: they do. Yeah. I'm worried I'll blow away. Yeah,
2: things will run up them. Scurry yeah. up your trousers. I've had to,
1: I've tied a bit of string around my wrist and had Nettie hold it when we're out in a breezy day. <laughs> in case I become. I'll a I tell you human what. You're kite. picking the
2: wrong. It's a cost of living crisis. You're going to need as tight clothes as you can find. To be mm. honest, because it's going to be cold in your massive flat.
1: Well, yeah, there you go. Problem solved. What I'll do is wear the skinny jeans under, under the wider trap. The wi- The wider <laughs> the trousers. Yeah. And then. You know, should I go? This just isn't working. Whip him off. Or we go into somewhere like, uh, what's that bar we like around the corner, the rock and roll bar?
2: Oh. Slim Jims. Yeah. We go into
1: Slim Jims. Yeah, we do like it. I, I need to be in my skinny jeans yeah, somewhere that's true. like that. Yeah, And
2: you go, no problem. Give me one second. Yeah. Wham, wham, wham! off. Yeah. We're in.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. That's great.
2: Uh, so, oh, my, rogue. Whatever. I am a big fan of Idris Elba.
1: He's so good in this. Don't say he's not good in this. It's just a oh, bit. Come on. It's just
2: a bit. I'm going to brood at you right now and I'm going to keep doing that. And I get it. And we, we've we had quite strenuous rouse about this sort of thing before. It's the same when women do it in wrong where you're playing a a certain type of man. But I watched all millions of series of Luther and I've maybe had my fill of Idris Elba fucking eyeballing someone (laughs) and saying, I'm going to get you, basically.
1: okay. so that's it. That's the I've never seen Luther. Yeah. And I've sort of, you know, sort of a latter day Idris Elba. He's become much more of a leading man, sort of nice, very rounded, relatable, every man. And I kind of miss this kind of, like, fucking hell, you would not mess with him. No, you wouldn't. Mm.
2: So it's fine. It's just you know, and I said before, you know, I wasn't joking, this it is a dick waving contest at part, and you're just like, I feel I feel like I'm intruding on something very personal that isn't necessarily moving the characters forward and all the rest of it. It's just two actors just doing that thing. Yeah. This whole this whole
1: top of the show when they're in the Bolivian jungle. The show. <laughs> the show. <laughs> this whole top of the show that is the losers. Uh, I think it's because Jeffrey Dean Morgan does look a lot like Robert Downey Jr. God, he does. Yeah. So much like Robert Downey Jr. And because of the dialogue, and it's almost like sort of joke, macho dialogue. Mm. It feels like Tropic Thunder.
2: Oh, my God, it does. And yeah. I
1: just, I, once I saw that, every line that he funny. says, I'm just like, this is fucking hilarious. It's like, there are kids down there. And you're like, oh, my God, of course. This is like Ben Stiller <laughs> Tropic
2: Thunder. This is amazing. Yeah.
1: We can do it. We've got time. You're like, it's Tropic Thunder. It's Tropic Thunder. So once you see that, you can't unsee
2: it. Well, this is the thing, and I love Tropic Thunder. Mm. But, the like you know, we talk a lot about Save the Cat moments. So we've just straight in. We're going to save the kids moment. And it's like, Clay wouldn't, you know, there's kids in there we can't possibly blow them to smithereens and they're enslaved children and that's even worse and god damn it they've got to live so they run in and they get the kids and then we meet Fadil briefly to establish he is bad which is important for later on and then you know plot they try to They put. I did like it I was surprised that they blew the kids up to be honest and I liked it brilliant yeah I mean it's you do horrible do not
1: expect that I mean, a a, a very noticeable lack of any bodies in the wreckage.
2: The thing is, the minute that kid's like, I need my bear, I was like, fuck me, that bear is obviously going to be burning in the wreckage. (laughs) And Claire's going to be like, I nearly saved that kid. You nearly saved the bear. (laughs) But that's the thing, yeah. The kid, Uh, the kid. What would you, yeah, you couldn't do parts. It is, it is shocking, but the trouble no not the trouble I was just like wow they blew up the helicopter full of kids and then it took me I missed a beat where it's like oh that was supposed to be you that was your extraction point I I sort of it took me a while to get that basically Mm. because I was really distracted by the kids yeah
1: and I'm right that they are then accused of (laughs) destroying their helicopter I
2: thought so because it's it's the A A team yeah Yeah, so they're framed for it and they need to clear their names but then they throw their dog tags on the burning wreckage seems disrespectful and weird. Yeah, but and it five. also
1: seems they're horribly close together for an explosion. It's like if, some, if anyone <laughs> with an ounce of intelligence went, well, these dog tags were clearly thrown into this wreckage because they're all in a big
2: <laughs> fucking pile. And they've it, not really melted. Yeah, he should walk around chucking them willy-nilly. Yeah. not put them all together. <clears throat> I suppose it was making some form of statement. Right. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, so there we are. Um, So let's get to Bolivia and let's meet Aisha. She's the hot one. So we're going to slow-mo on her ass because it's 2010 and we are (laughs) congratulably obliged to do it. Um, So she meets Clay. And then, hey, let's bait and switch. She's not a sex worker. (laughs) She's actually a fucking badass. Yep. So they have a massive fight, which is sexually charged, which is a very difficult line to walk Mm. uh, because they are beating shit out of each other. There's also no need for it. They literally want the same thing. So if she'd opened with, I would like to help you find Max, He would have gone, cool, me too.
1: Yeah, it's fun, though. It's fun yeah. that they both go, she goes into the bathroom. And here's an example of how this script sort of works, and yet you're sort of going, oh, just one more pass. One more <laughs> one more pass on this dialogue, and you'd have been golden. But yeah. right now, we're dealing with things like, have you got a bathroom? No, I ordered the only hotel room in the world with no bathroom and you're like, I get it. I get I get what you're doing and it's sort of no.
2: <laughs> so close. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, I I, I quite I quite like this meeting. I, I I didn't like the cockfighting. I did a little bit of digging. Yeah, I don't like them putting cockfighting on film. I did obviously, I did I did my digging. Yeah, and it's all fine. There was no matter. No, it's not not real cockfighting. I think they no. were real fighting cocks, but they were tethered, so they couldn't actually hurt each other. Or I maybe mean, they were just cocks that naturally fight. I've never I don't been. don't know. I mean,
2: the only no um, to me the film
1: is the film is full of dick swinging and cockfighting.
2: It's if they literally yeah I hadn't even thought of that. I just it is a weird thing. You they could be watching anything. Be, and I suppose it's just the symbolism. But I thought cockfighting was, an I thought I didn't think it happened. Hmm. Basically, oh no, so- it really does. So I, I'm just a I thought it did in the past. I thought it was like a past sport. Right. No. Um, I suppose you'd want to show them betting. and you, but you could do, I don't know. I don't know. I found it.
1: I like the fact that uh, uh, Roke does go, this is disgusting. I'm disgusted by it. <laughs> yeah. At least someone says that. But if you're going to then say that, why be there in the first place? Yeah,
2: definitely. Because I know a little bit about it from those, that book that I lent, lent you, that's part of a Series and there's one that focuses a lot on cockfighting and I can't remember what it's called. It's the Albany Cycle and I learnt loads about it and it's awful. It's He's, awful. You
1: lent me that book.
2: I oh, so no, I it gave it. So no, <laughs> a meant, gift. No, I bought it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did buy it. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, just to be clear, are you expecting it back <laughs> no, at some point? No, but
2: you know what? I remember the day you've got my copy of cloud atlas and i do want that back
1: all right you can have it back <laughs> I, I was Look, there's going no rush. to read you're it. not
2: going to read it I it's am. been forever I am. and i just you know when you have, i'm things. reading the thursday murder club book two now jesus all right fine when you finish with that okay. <laughs> very enjoyable i'm sure it is richard <laughs>
1: osman can write a crime thriller <laughs> so it,
2: I believe with
1: humor as well <laughs> i laugh and i'm intrigued
2: it's like a four quadrant book isn't it just <laughs> <gets> everyone <laughs> Anyway, uh, more about films after a short break.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: All right. So Aisha and Clay and the team, they want the same thing and they want to find Max. So I think we should meet Max (laughs) and we should discuss him. Okay. So he has a man thrown to his death by accident. Good fun. But then he kills his brolly assistant. You know, the woman that's got the brolly over him.
1: Yeah, he does. I don't
2: know. I don't mind that. I just mean... Do we've, you know, No, no, no. It's fine. It, but we've repeated a beat, so that's foolish from a script perspective. Oh, got you. Yeah. So just, you know, um, Jason Patrick as Max, I was enjoying it until we, he does the Indian accent of later. That's, that's too much. That like, kills the fun for me. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like it. You know, that hasn't happened yet. So at this point, I'm enjoying it. Like, it, I,
1: It's weird. I, you, know, you know what I'm like with, you know, push everything as far, you know, extreme violence... It's weird that I don't like the shooting her bit because he is meant to be funny in the way mm. that Lynch is funny in the A-Team. Yeah. Where they're evil, but they're funny. I just don't think killing someone over getting a bit of sun on you, point blank. Like, I don't think there's a way then back from that. It's so brutal. Yes. Your villain can't then have a comedy ending.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I guess when you're stitching it all together and you're looking at the film as a whole there's nothing bad happens to him really like he gets mugged and it's like what happened at the beginning with the brolly assistant you need some comeuppance but i thought that would that might still happen at this point so i was like okay cool get it like you're bad whatever life is meaningless to you um everything is disposable um snooks that's a stupid word but i did like watching the atoll sort of disintegrating on itself
1: so yeah a sonic dematerializer. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? It sits awkwardly with everything else in this movie <laughs> because what the fuck?
2: Yeah. It, it,
1: it, I mean it almost wants to turn an action movie into a sci fi movie. Yeah. A sonic Dematerialized. you can't, can't just drop that in yeah and then unless you're going you're going all in you're going all in sure. with the, the rest of the movie it's like yeah and then you know we've got a spaceship and yeah. you know and our new uh, our, our special losers submarine that we've hidden whatever great cool. idea you, but you've got to have other stuff you can't just go everything's like quite a gritty real action movie about real sort of losers you know yeah. and then have a sonic
2: this is a I never thought of that it's a superhero thing isn't it and that is as daft as the losers is unlike the A-Team it is a slight it's slightly more grounded in reality yeah um, yeah I, didn't, I hadn't thought about that I mean I like the snooks That's. I can't believe I'm saying that word but yeah it is, it is a bit jarring um, when you try and slot it into everything else
1: I mean, so, it is a fucking cool scene. It's like it's a cool scene where that yeah. that atoll disintegrates. Yeah, I liked it. but it could be from Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer <laughs> very easily. Yeah.
2: So Aisha, she can get them home, and then she does uh, to get revenge. And then the boys they steal a chopper. I liked this bit. I thought it was a bit pathetic that they've suddenly come into this huge cache of tranquilizer darts. But whatever.
1: Where's this? Have we where we, have we stolen the, the armoured car? Because that, that's quite
2: a good action sequence. Yeah, they're lying on the road and they're pretending to be soldiers and they're like, we've crashed, we've crashed, oh, help yes, us. Yes. I like that. Because yeah. I haven't seen it before. And I was worried about... Worried, not he's worried. He's funny in this moment. Chris Evans is funny in this moment no. where he... No, he's, go on, hang yourself. What, what does he say? <laughs> go on. He says, Fuck. did you ever see an EMA that looked like that? Fuck you. Right. Yeah.
1: No, MP. Um,
2: no, whatever. A paramedic. Did you right. ever see a paramedic okay. that looked like that?
1: Sorry, yes. Yeah, that's right. It's not military. You're right. You're absolutely... So, uh, no, but... Well, that, that bit I wasn't talking Bad. about. It's the bit where he can't play dead because she's so beautiful. <laughs> oh,
2: I don't you're know. Really. I don't know, man. Funny, you've already
1: made your mind up about Jensen. You're not going to give him anything right but now. Then,
2: I don't know what so it it's... is, but it was the minute I laid eyes on him. <laughs> no, he re- totally redeems himself because he gets the the greatest lines... About oh no, it's, it's coming really soon. Quote, The algorithm's probably on the mainframe. It probably is. Whatever that means doesn't matter. Love that, yep. obviously. Yep. Uh, that gets a big tick. Okay. So um, he looks
1: he looks like he might smell a bit. The character, not Chris Evans. Do you Chris think Evans. So? Yeah, he sort of. I think maybe it looks like he wears quite a lot of polyester. <laughs> That's just a vibe. Maybe it's because he comes in dressed as Skippy. But we'll get there.
2: Okay. Uh, so they've got this like helicopter chop shop and rock doesn't trust Aisha, but Clay side eyes him. And so he shuts up for now, but that will come back later. So then we go to Miami and then there's some shooting and then we lift like a grabber thing, which again is also in the A team sort of uh, max, but it's not, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a hard drive. And as I've said, quote, the algorithm's probably on the mainframe. It's just, it's only 2010. That's nonsensical, but it's 2010. Cast your mind back. Did that make sense then? The algorithm, mm. which we all know what an algorithm is, mm. is probably on the mainframe. A, it probably is. I'm not being sarcastic. probably almost certainly is. Mm. What's a mainframe? What mainframe? And also, why would your hard drive? Boop. Why would it be? I don't understand. What The password's probably on the mainframe. I get that. I
1: can't believe this This is a problem for you. You, <laughs> you, you literally, if I hadn't brought it up, you'd have glossed over a sonic dematerializer. Yeah, I did. No problem. But the algorithm being on the mainframe...
2: No, it's, it's not. I like stuff like this because it's nonsense. Right. But it's, it makes sense. It's, it's one of those weird things where the movie language has replaced in your brain the curiosity to find out what these things actually mean. Yeah. So that when a character goes, I am going to go into that room and I'm going to hack into the mainframe. Don't you
1: think that's a good thing, though? Because otherwise, if you really <laughs> had to go, well, we need to do this. The actual explanation of how that works is probably six paragraphs long. It's quite and, boring, And, yeah. you know, the fact that movie law has allowed us to now go, the algorithm's on the mainframe, and everyone goes, got it.
2: Yeah, it is. That's it is. good. It's amazing. Yeah. Really. It is amazing. So I always enjoy stuff like that. Okay. Um, so then Aisha, um, she, so she should be in big trouble, <laughs> but, but she sidesteps that, even though rogue. I think tries to kill her this time but she's like because she's not stupid so she's like well I'll tell you how I'll get around this situation if I shag that one I'll be fine <laughs> I never I'm in trouble about here. Like I oh, I'll show real
1: real, real feelings.
2: I know. And also, the cast, I've read some interviews with them, and they do do a good job of being like, you know, God, I can't imagine what it's like to be on these press tours where she's like, uh, Zoe Seldon's like, I oh, just don't know where you are with her. She's a snake. And it's like, babe, you do so much with what you're given. You are doing amazing. Mm-hmm. But she's like, there's just something in Clay's character that she just can't get past. It's like, you are two actors doing a really good job at, at making us believe that there's something there, but it they, they just isn't. It's just so empty. And she just turns up in his box park and he's like, let's do it. And it's like, okay, fine. And It it comes out of nowhere because it's like, oh, someone's gone. Oh, look, is that the time? Time for a sex scene. That's all it is.
1: You see, my problem is that Zoe Saldana is absolutely stunning. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan's a good looking guy. Mm. And in uh, in other movies, like The Walking Dead, for example, like I I checked out The Walking Dead, the season he turned up, which really annoyed me because I I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mm -hmm. But... It, it had that first episode i think it was season six season seven maybe and I, i'm not going to spoil it in case anyone's not going to watch it but basically one of the main cast dies and it was the wrong call okay. the producers made the wrong fucking call <laughs> basically they just like every, i'd gone with the walking Dead. i'd gone with like oh my god that's horrible but it works in the story that's God, oh, that character. But it works in the story. This, you've just been fucking horrible, as horrible as you can be. Right. Your first episode, without reason, just to shock people. And I was like, check it out now. So that's when I checked out, which is just as he he started. But he looks good in that. In this, and I do not know if it's because they set him up drinking beer and eating bar food. I'm like, <laughs> maybe his introduction makes me think of him as just a bit out of shape for a colonel yeah. in the military. He doesn't strike me as being that
2: good at fighting, no, I, I know not what you mean. fight good. They're not fight, not fight ready. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if it's the. I mean, the thing is, the white shirt. I, I'm not being flippant. I was transfixed by, mm. like it's never got a mark on it, and that to me was also a mistake because they're living, they're living a rough life. They're living hand to mouth at some points, and it's always spotless, and that makes no sense. But then it makes him look a bit. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to like body shame him. It just. He does look a bit sort of. The shirt is pristine, and he's a bit crumpled. Yeah. And that it's so obvious because the shirt is so perfect.
1: And then we go back to this thing that it's like, fine, I buy that. If he was sort of, if he charmed her, like if he yeah. made even a sort of glancing attempt, he's just. He doesn't even try, and she's like. Hey. Yeah, definitely. And
2: I'm pretty sure when they first meet, unless I'm over reading it, she is positioning herself as I'm a sex worker picking you up, and he's like, "That's cool. There's nothing wrong with that." Mm. But it's a bit of a distance to then go, which is like, "Oh, do you remember when I tricked you into thinking I was a sex
1: worker?" <laughs> I, I think no. I think I think he knows from the start. I think he's uh, he's aware because has he clocked her at the cock fight? Oh, he has. Yeah. So I think he knows. So What
2: does he think is happening in that room then? That mm-hmm. she would just want to have sex with him? Yeah, he knows. He's clay.
1: Like. Even though outwardly we get no sign of this, he's super smart and he just knows shit. He just knows shit. not about doesn't ladies. Need, the movie doesn't need to tell us that. He knows that he's been tracked by this woman. No one would. Maybe he knows he's out of shape. Maybe he's like, no one would want to. <laughs> no, no one would bother. Not even a sex worker would trouble me while I've got a mouthful of cow in a bar.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just munching away, isn't he? Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. Another example of, I see what you're trying to do. How's your steak? (laughs) Meaty. Cool. I want to sleep with you. I absolutely definitely want to sleep with you. And also, that was hilarious because it's me. So, okay. Okay. That wit is going to get in my knickers.
2: And also, they've had a massive fight. And so, I'm not saying, I don't know where I am with this but no one apologises to the other like they beat the shit out of each other and they never got oh yeah that was a bit much sorry mm-hmm. about that because that didn't, that also didn't even need to happen yeah. so I don't know but I guess this is where it leans
1: into it's comic book roots which sure. is it is the kind of movie where people have massive fights and then just get up and go you cool? Yeah. we're cool <laughs> yeah. we fought it out that's fine but and I, you know I mean I'm sort of mocking the dialogue I have remembered it so I, that, that it is memorable I just feel do you know what I, do you know what I mean it has all the intonation mm-hmm. of like being funny and I get it, mm-hmm. and because I like this movie as a whole, and I like the characters, and I fucking love Jensen, I um, <laughs> I just found I, I sort of give it a pass on dialogue that is just below where it should be.
2: Maybe we're just over, you know, we do a lot of analysis of films on this podcast. Yeah. Maybe we're just... <laughs> in, uh, on every episode, well, in fact. More or less, <laughs> every, apart from Billington, yeah. but yeah,
1: more or less every episode. Yeah, we do water parks, we do in-depth analysis <laughs> of northern We do a water lot of parks. do
2: you remember?
1: <laughs> remember Richard Dunstan. You didn't even remember it no I've never been huh? it's shut now <laughs> and it's either outside Sheffield or Doncaster so uh we uh we're a resource yep. on that place I've
2: never been to Sheffield hmm. I've been through Doncaster I was in Sheffield uh once Idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say maybe we've just reached a little bit of our tolerance for he is slightly older than her I feel maybe that's it and we're just a bit done with it like mm. it was just like this again do you know what I mean yeah we're expected to buy could a, be um,
1: but I, I do I do think it's in the writing and maybe like not his performance more in the writing more in what that, that character is given to do I, ju- I, I just I buy it more if he made an effort she seems to do yes, all the work yes, or just fall into his arms or yeah. bed because they, the the movie requires it I just think if he if he was proactive
2: in yeah. this I'm more grateful anyway yeah. it'd be great I agree and
1: you. I get the idea that he's so fucking cool that she likes him in principle but that he doesn't look or act that cool because he's not funny enough and he yeah. doesn't dress cool enough so it's sort of missing that one thing that it would need inside movie lore for her to go to bring yeah, it all and together. us to yeah. go of course
2: yeah I get it so I think the I got a little bit lost now but I think the mission is to get to the mainframe but that's fine I've, I, as long as I know I understand what's about to happen I'm going to do like a soft hack where uh, Jensen is going to trick his way into the building and he's a courier and he's singing Journey and that's fine mm. and whatever and then baffling I've said baffling a lot this episode, let's say, we'll change it, excruciating scene where he flashes in a lift and all the female onlookers go, "Mm," Mm -hmm. rather than screaming their heads off (laughs) and running for the police. Like, who wrote that? It's 2010.
1: I know. It's 2010. And in in the real world, that pretty much would happen in 2010. Not now.
2: Not ever. <laughs> we don't stand around and go, oh, mm, look. And it, what does he say? Again, I don't even know what he says. He's saying, like, do you like my cock or something? Like, he basically says... Do
1: you like what you see? Yeah, it's
2: hanging low yeah, or something so. gross, fine. Yeah. But we don't do that because the power dynamic is not correct. And so we think we're under attack when someone flashes us in a lift. Yeah. And so we run screaming for the police. We don't go, oh, lovely. Do you think, because he... Uh, I mean, the way
1: it's positioned is he's been caught getting changed.
2: Yeah. As a it's, it,
1: he's no, I not, know he's not flashy. No, I know, I know, but he's been caught getting changed, and he's clearly like initially embarrassed. Yeah. Obviously, because of the character and the movie, he has to then do a kind of like you want the licking of the chicken or whatever. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <wep>. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell, That's by surprise. <laughs> I can't remember what he says. <laughs> I don't. I think I've, I think I've bastardised an old school. J- anyway. <laughs> He doesn't say you want the, like licking of the chicken. Um, but either way, I think, I get it. It's a Diet Coke advert.
2: That's all it is. That was Yeah, the but thing. the Diet Coke wasn't his penis. That's the massive difference. You can't see his penis. He's got, it's more his sort but of. But he makes reference to it. In the end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it was his bum. I, if they just give him what the women, like, after they were like, oh, oh, okay. You're Chris Evans hot. The whole premise of this is that. Yeah, yeah. If, if the audience finds Chris Evans very attractive. Yes. And so. I guess
2: if you don't, then it's. Exactly.
1: And I'm guessing you don't. I don't. Not even with that knitwear in Knives Out.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. But then he's just, that's because he's an arsehole. (laughs) That's my blind spot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's that knitwear in Knives Out.
2: Yeah, up there we all like th- I must Dylan
1: McDermott in or is it
2: Miracle on 34th Street? What's the
1: other guy? Dermot McDermott?
2: Dermot Mulroney? Right, but not but him. But not him. <laughs> no, it
1: is. Right, yeah. So it is Dylan McDermott in Miracle on yeah. 34th Street. Yeah, yeah. premium knitwear. Those two yeah. in knitwear.
2: Peak knitwear. I think we need a
1: top three though. We need to find a third... Movie man, <laughs> movie man who's transformed
2: by knitwear, who
1: is absolutely transformed by knitwear. Where the
2: knitwear is really wearing him rather than he's wearing it. Yes, I agree. Where you go,
1: Yeah, they're all right. And then when you uh, what? when they yeah. stick that knitwear on, you're like, Wow, where's the chicken for the licking? Yeah, you
2: can say anything to mm. me. <laughs> so, but then there is another like moment where it's, it's, it's this is of its time, and there's a very similar beat in the A team, so whatever, but. I wanted to I wanted to see J- Jensen is comms and tech and he's meant to be super smart, I guess, because he wears glasses. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting him to trick his way past the receptionist on his way to the head of HR by something other than <laughs> you've got a nice dress. And she goes, oh, fine, whatever you can go in. But he, she doesn't, he doesn't
1: even trick her. It, it, he just pushes past her. <laughs> he just walks off and she immediately calls security. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: I like that line wherever when someone comes in and he's like, really? And he's like, yeah, sorry. Like, that's fun because it was a shit Set up, Mm. uh, but it wouldn't have been nice maybe to have a moment where he's like super smart and just does something smart, yeah. I mean,
1: I quite like how quick this happens. He puts, I don't know, like something in the computer, and two seconds later, he's like, Got it.
2: I was disappointed there wasn't a progress bar because that's my mm, that's the sweet spot for me. Like, we're gonna hack into the mainframe, progress bar, progress bar 89%. Let's go. That's my favorite,
1: yeah. Because then you'd have done the little bit of like him trying to. Sweet talk there, big guy. Yeah, yeah. A while By the progress bar looking yeah. back, looking back. That. I'm just you the work? cleaner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: I've just yeah. dropped something in this bin. Brilliant run. Did you work out? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Talking yeah. about his physique. Love it. Yeah, I love a progress bar. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh,
1: that would have been good. That's good, Bance. As opposed to a scene where someone goes, uh, "It's the law of the jungle." I think it's Clay and Aisha. Where yeah. He goes. She goes. She, he goes. It's the law of the jungle, and she goes, "What? Right, in the jungle?" And he goes. Yes, we are. <laughs> that's it. That is. I
2: actually No, think... if
1: someone read that and went, that, that's good. Print that. that it? You're get no it to when, set.
2: When we did um, A Few Good Men, I was obsessed with what you said I thought about it a lot. When you were like, look at it on the page where mm. Demi Moore says, oh God, which way around it is. Anyway, if this goes to trial... They're gonna need a priest. And she's like, no, they're gonna need a lawyer. <laughs> like, obviously. Yeah. On the page, you'd be like, no, that's not it, is it? That's obviously not it. We just repeated the word lawyer. Mm-hmm. Can't have that. Vicky says you can't do that. So, no. And then you put it on screen, it's like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. It's a great So, experience. it's really difficult because my memory actually of that scene that you just said is it's the other way around where she says, we are in the jungle. It, and man. I love her so much. I'm like, I was, I was like, Wow. <laughs> we
1: are, I guess. Yeah, it is the other way around. Yeah, mind. But it's it's still it just doesn't it doesn't work you sort of, Maybe it does in the movie. I just remember sort of writing it down going I just it's a bit sort of I think like, it's,
2: just, um, it's just it's just it's it's, like,
1: it's one step away from no one not yeah, we are. No, we're not. No, we are. We are in the jungle. We're not in the jungle. We, but no, metaphorically. And
2: also, they've had sex on a sofa, which is fine because they sat down. I was like, there's room for that. But then it's like, now they're led on it and you'd be like, this is not big enough for two people to lie down. So she's essentially just on top of him again. And, I, and But they're having a big chat. So you'd be like, is there not a bed? <laughs> are we going to? Have you got like a dining table? Or like I want to talk to you, but I do not want to just be lying here, sort of trying to look thin. Still, it's just so much. <laughs> I've been sucking in my stomach yeah. for fucking ages, yeah. and I'm done with it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I get you. I, I
1: hear you. I, I, I'm the same.
2: Yeah, we but are all the same. Let me,
1: just, let me put a duvet over my top up? Oh, half.
2: please, God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thing, fuck.
2: No, don't lift the duvet. Don't lift, it up. don't lift it up. No, no, it's just a bit cold. It's cold in anyway. here. Walking out backwards. No, no, no. Just, um, I'm just going to freshen up, obviously. Um, right, so we did say this at the beginning. It's not a hard drive. It's a debit card, uh, which is useless because the weapons makers, the snook makers, they want a billion in cash. So this debit card thing is pointless, I think. But that doesn't matter because we're sort of running towards a big reveal which is Aisha is Fadil's daughter. Oh, okay. So so it gives the narrative a bit of a lift, mm. which I get, but it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. When she hired them, mm. she didn't know that Claire killed her dad. Mm. So they're not really enemies in that way. But there's no reason for her to like because they're not set apart. He could have said at any time I accidentally killed, well, no, I didn't accidentally, I I killed Fadil, and she would have been like, oh, shit, that was my dad. And then, basically, what I'm saying is they save the reveal, it comes at a very convenient time. And it could have come at any other time. They've had long chats, and he could have gone, oh, this thing's really haunting me. I killed this man in the compound, and I didn't tell you about it. Oh,
1: yeah, it's not any new information. It's not an external person, they're just having a chat and yeah. she sort of goes oh by the way <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah I just meant to mm. ask mm. and they, they're running because so they're like that's his daughter her being his daughter does, I don't see the threat it poses to their mission so she runs out of the, they try and kill the shit out of her and she runs mm. through the bathroom window good, good sequence that's, yeah it is good yeah. but I don't know why they would want to kill her because she but I'm sure it's in there I've just missed it she's his daughter what threat does that make her I understand why she would want to kill him now that she's found out because she's yep. cross Yeah. but I don't know why they, they try and gun her down
1: I guess because she's going to try and kill them for yeah. killing her dad, so
2: they just like get in there first. Yeah. But rather than just talk it out,
1: yeah. But she doesn't. She immediately try and kill Clay when she finds out. I can't remember I how know. it goes. I don't.
2: I was sort of like, that act yet. Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then we've just got our all is lost moment. Just got to sort of tack that one on there. They can't complete their mission and get Max. <clears throat> I'm not really sure why. I think it's to do with they think Aisha's going to dob them in or something. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. They're all sat round. This can't happen. Our, 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 everything is lost. And then roke I think, does a good job here of like, he's been the person that's like not as keen on the mission. And he's like, no, brood, 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 we're going to do it. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Because then what happens later, I didn't suspect it at all. Good, isn't it? Yeah, it's good, but it's also sad. <laughs>
1: It's it's good. I remember being surprised by it, but then I thought it was going to do the old switcheroo oh, 100%. where it was like he'd actually it was the all full
2: double all cross. part
1: of the losers' plan yep. and he was yeah, double crossed. But cross I was hoping the, for that.
2: Yeah, why why did it upset because, you so much? Because these are, this is an ensemble knockabout movie where mm. you're supposed to be like I wish I was in that gang mm. and if the gang is fundamentally treacherous and they're not your buddies till you die all of them, what is the, what's the point?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean in the comics um Roke, uh, is pretty much like going to be a traitor from the start. Oh, so really? one thing the movie does better is actually surprise you.
2: That's good. Cuz obviously I don't know the IP and so I suppose if you went to see this and you did that's that's good, but I just, you know, you you sort of you, you know what I mean they're meant to be your buddies and then it's like yeah. oh okay one of you is, is not and then I wondered how Idris Elba might feel about it in terms of the sequel that's been <laughs> so clearly set up from this point
1: but you don't see his body you don't see him no. die he's killed in exactly the way that you need to kill someone in a yeah. movie like this for yeah. him to come back and go yeah. oh, I've got you know I'm, I'm scarred from the the, the explosion and on the plane I'm really but I'm fucking angry More, <laughs> I, know, I know I pretty much went to 11 with my anger in the first movie but now oh, just you wait oh, I'm going to swing my dick, even even bigger arcs. <laughs> <You> duck.
2: <laughs> yeah, duck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it hit clock. the
1: bookshelves at the far side of the room. <laughs> I hope you didn't enjoy. You didn't like those family photos because they were smashed by the huge arc of my swinging dick. <laughs> actual dialogue from the losers
2: (laughs) (laughs) too TM so uh, Max double crosses the weapons makers obviously um, and he's going to think he's going to disintegrate the whole of LA and presumably himself I don't he's going to set off a snook in LA so everyone's going to die
1: he's not How come? Because he's got that helicopter that he's running away to at the end. Oh, yes. That helicopter's coming for him, yeah. Yeah. What does he say when he arrives back in LA? Home again, home again, jiggity-jig. I only remember that because that's what J.F. Sebastian's toys say to him in Blade Runner. When he comes back. (laughs) And I was like, oh, weird Blade Runner reference. Seems unnecessary. And now I'm thinking of Blade Runner. But it's actually... An old nursery, an American nursery. Oh, is remember? it? I don't know. I don't know. That's as far as I got. That's, I that's far enough. Yeah. Absolutely fine.
2: So then we've got a really big fight uh, with Clay and Rock. And this really upset me that he puts his thumbs in his eyes and then it just well, Rock's, one of his eyes is bleeding really mm-hmm. badly. That made me feel very nauseous. Um, the but a, second mention of you are
1: eye issues.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've said this to you before.
1: You the, know, that's kind of what would happen if someone tried to microsuction the flies out of your eye. <laughs> It would, it would be a bloody mess. It would be awful. Oh, don't, don't,
2: don't. I mean, are you not sensitive about because we? I've got a lazy eye, and, and if no. you don't mind me saying, that, I think I believe you used to have one too. I,
1: I, I, did, I did, When I get very, very tired, yeah, my mm. eye still goes in.
2: Yeah, mine does, mm. and so m- a lot of my childhood was spent in. With I was going to have surgery on it, and then I didn't. But I had a big. I've told you this a million times. I had a big plaster over it, mm. and it was cold and horrible, and it just made me very. And people spent a lot of time looking at my eyes, and it just made me really squeamish about eyes.
1: So the plaster was to actually make the muscles in the other eye increase in strength. Yes, because... but what it
2: meant was I spent all of primary school not being able to see anything and everyone thought I was an idiot and I couldn't read. And then the minute they took the plaster off, I was like, I can fucking read. <laughs> I, I can do it. But they thought that, that I'd you know? They were like, she's actually quite clever and I was like I'm not I'm normal but I haven't been able to see for five years no I couldn't see a thing I couldn't do anything because what but the other eye was functioning they would they put it over you got one good eye one bad eye they put it over the good eye to make the bad eye strong but the bad eye did not become strong right all that happened was I couldn't play out because I couldn't go out without tripping over Mm. and I couldn't see anything to do any reading or writing
1: yeah, I I it's had bad. I had the operation. Did you? Yeah, you know, it still didn't completely work. Cause like I said, it's when I'm super super tired, it still goes in. But yeah, they I I don't actually know what they did. I've never investigated. But they they I think they popped my eye.
2: Wow! Wow!
1: <laughs> out of my old head there, because the eyeballs come out pretty easily. Are you
2: fucking kidding me? And then
1: they uh, fiddled around with the muscles. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God, that's horrendous. I think
1: so. I mean, I you know, we didn't get to eyes in year one of medical school. so <laughs>
2: Thank God. Imagine. Uh, Stand aside. <laughs> I've had a year's medical training. But, yeah,
1: I feel we should put a warning on this. Don't try and micro-suction your eyes. No, uh, no, Don't no. stick a Dyson over it. No. Like, <laughs> like it be straight in there in the what? bag, and then you're brushing fluff off an eyeball, trying to pop it back in. No, no I'm just very that. scrimmage about that. Sort yeah, of thing.
2: that. Uh, I like this set piece, though. I like when Clay's waiting on the thing path run, it's not really a runway but it sort of is waiting for Wade we haven't mentioned I do. I think Wade is good uh, to motorbike yeah. at him and I've then... not
1: seen him I, I, to me he's that hunter guy because yeah, I yeah. Don't, really get, don't really know him from a lot of stuff yeah. it's great though he
2: is good in this um, and then Cougar does his thing and shoots a bit and so then Wade flies through the plane window awesome and then Roke dies very badly or not mm. because uh, we are racing to the end so we're going to get on a high ledge mandatory Um, I'm going to have a face-off between Max and Clay and then Max has got the detonator what's he going to do? Good bit here he's like you can't shoot me (laughs) and then he just gets shot instantly and I'd like that because that's fun obviously not expecting that and then we've got you know the usual stuff which is you can't do both you can either get the detonator or you can kill me what are you going to do and Clay jumps into the ocean to Get the detonator, and I thought that was brilliant. And I was like, Oh, that's that's good because good set piece to do that. And now you're gonna go and get the bad guy, mm. but no, they don't. The bad guy gets on a bus, which I don't want to see, yep, and gets his watch taken off him, yep, and that's it. Like, we and then we stick a coder on the end where Pooch goes to meet his baby, <coughs> unclear why he can't just go to reception and say, That's my baby, can I please get in?
1: Sexy entrance. <laughs> If, you've, if you're if you presumed dead by your partner, you yeah. want a big entrance. I guess. And if you're able to do a little bit of abseiling, climbing, that kind of shit, like quite easily, then yeah. you would do that.
2: As Also, I've just said that about you just go up to reception and you go, I'm the dad. And they go, come in. They fucking don't. It's not like, even when he gets in the room, he's like, that's my baby. Out now, security. Like they don't let you stand there. Of course. There.
1: So you're, and you're, you're, you're militaried up. You look, you've just come in through a window. <laughs> yes. You're dressed in combat fatigues. <laughs> yes. And the doctors go, come in
2: oh is it your baby oh well please take a seat
1: <laughs> has she given birth at that point or is she about to give birth so I, really I can't surprised. remember she's
2: got a big stomach but i thought for, to me if i was writing and directing but like, well obviously she's mid-labor but well, otherwise what's the point like the actress is like well i'm playing a pregnant woman we might as well just fucking do it yeah. like she's having a big scan at night <laughs> I don't okay know. why is she having a scan at night i don't know she's not in any labor pains <laughs> it's just for verisimilitude it doesn't it doesn't work
1: pooch does get the funniest line in the whole thing you know like the the only bit of dialogue that genuinely made me laugh out loud uh was um when i think it's i can't remember who says it to pooch but it's like he's been shot in both legs yeah and someone goes pooch can you stand yeah and he goes oh i get this it's stupid question day (laughs) that's the kind that's that's base level dialogue sure but at the same time it's funny he's
2: very good actually he is yeah um and then this is another one of those Jensen moments where it's not, it's weirdly uncomfortable, where his through line, such as it is, is that he loves his niece. And so he goes to watch his niece play football. Mm. And then there's a referee.
1: Yeah, he has a, a confrontation. Yeah,
2: with, with the ref. And it's mm. like, well, don't be a dick. And like.
1: she starts him with her huge with their bosom, yeah. Yeah. like a sort of Russ Abbott sketch.
2: Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah where it's like look at this big woman. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? And does that make it okay for him to not respect her authority on the pitch? I'm unsure. I just don't know. I'm not. Why I'm not laughing at that scene? It's like, are you a dick? I, I don't. I don't get it. Like, surely your niece is going to be mortified. You've ruined her football match. Yeah,
1: I think it's meant to be like look at all the losers having a laugh. You know, they're all <laughs> hanging out. You know, she's a big yeah. woman. They love a bit of fun with a bigger woman. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Yeah, it's bants, but it sort of does fall flat, especially because the pooch thing is quite a nice heartwarming send-off. Yeah, And then you just need the other thing to be either heartwarming or hilarious, but sort of somewhere in the middle is like, oh.
2: Yeah, and also if, if Aisha and Clay is like this... this whatever the romantic subplot the last thing they say to each other on the docks is something in the vein of this isn't over it will be then fine but until that day we do not talk to each other we definitely don't have sex with each other Mm. or something equivalent and the next time you see them she's like oh hi I'm going to help you get into the building to see your baby like it doesn't that hasn't happened oh is she there
1: yeah
2: oh fucking hell I know (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's what I mean but before she was like you fucking Mm. dare kind of thing so uh, that undermined all of that Okay. And then the film finishes.
1: Well, the comic book ends uh, and it's um, it's a little more suicide squaddy in the fact that um, not everyone survives. So um. at the end of the comic book, only uh, Pooch and Jensen survive.
2: Mm. mm. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think I just clay survived. I can't remember. But yeah, basically, uh, a lot of people die. A lot, a lot more
2: people, a lot, died. people died. <laughs>
1: a lot of people died. A lot of people died. And... Um, <laughs> A lot of people died. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so that's it. We're done. All right, great stuff. All right. So, uh, what do you? What would you say, in your opinion, is the best scene?
1: Uh, oh wait! Very quickly, just before I do best scene, only cool. because we, we're, we're we're a huge fan of uh, of Kim Taylor Foster.
2: Yeah, we are. Yeah, she was uh,
1: <laughs> on our very good uh, Tron versus the Matrix episode. Yeah, uh, she did an interview for Fandom uh, with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and he says the reason the movie wasn't a success is because it wasn't promoted properly. He said. To be honest with you, it wasn't promoted the way it should have been and it's too bad because what we did with that movie, the idea was there and it was going to be more than one and with this amazing cast, Chris Evans, Idris Elba, Zoe Saldana, a great story. Me! The bo- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who any of those people are,
2: <laughs> but I'm in it a lot.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he says uh, he says that uh, the ball was dropped.
2: God, who'd um, work in marketing? Honestly, you just get burned yeah, either way.
1: I mean, the truth is, it came out with bigger movies at the same time. There was obviously the IP isn't that well known, and also Clash of the Title, Titans uh, was. Uh, you know because people were still like oh 3D Ooh, yeah yeah <laughs> 3D yeah
2: bad yeah but
1: uh, so a lot of people went to see that cuz it was a big release the trouble then- is
2: that when something is a hit even a sleeper hit even a surprise hit if, no in fact especially no one ever says Do you know what the marketing was just fucking spot on like that's what that's why this has happened like the guys in marketing did a great fucking bang up job like yep. never but the minute it goes wrong fuck marketing they did. They did a shit job. It's like, I'm, and I do sometimes see that things are positioned in a way that you go, "Oh, okay, I'm not going to go and see that film." Like you, you have fucked it up, yeah. but no one ever says, "Well done marketing." So I'm saying, "Well done marketing."
1: Well done marketing. the, yeah. the same people who came up with <laughs> Thrillomedy uh, for uh, arachnophobia.
2: Yeah, but I, I don't find that as That's marketing you. gone mad. <laughs> it's, it's some marketing. It's
1: something.
2: Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, uh, do you know
1: what? You're right. I think marketing is often considered quite a dirty word. It's yeah. like, ugh, the dirty side of movie like making. Like we're
2: making a fucking art house movie here, guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so alright, fine. Pro- Shout out to it, marketing. Big big up
1: yourselves, marketing. Yeah, I you're doing it. a great job. I, I, I do sometimes. Do, do trailers fall into marketing? Yes. I sometimes watch trailers for movies that I don't like, but I still watch <laughs> the trailers because the trailers are so well marketed. <laughs> yes. Great. Yeah. Bits, then, my best scene. Uh, you didn't really uh, seem to like this scene as much as me oh, but in a movie like this what do you need you know fucking great needle drop and the oh, yeah. journey needle drop <laughs> when jensen <laughs> enters that building and then is on the run ending with a cougar shooting through the glass yeah I like that that whole it's and it's the journey needle drop and i'm fully aware of that yeah. that sequence to another song to a score by a complete Oh, sir? What? Absolutely not. <laughs> but you put Don't Stop Believing in a movie, yeah. in an extra sequence, and, you know, it's a...
2: <laughs> yeah! <laughs> so it's that, it's that whole sequence. I liked the scene. He, I found him annoying, obviously, but I thought he was going to lean into more, like, Matrix stuff. I don't know. It, I, that's what I thought he was going to do. Like, I'm not really here kind of thing, where he was, he was like, oh, I've been treating my hands with weapons, and I thought he was going to... Just because of the framing, because he's against the window... Yeah. I was reading too much into it anyway. Uh, my favourite scene is when Wade goes through the plane window and it explodes mm. and then Roke dies very fucking badly. You know no one can see you doing inverted commas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to tell from my tone. Mm. Uh, what's your most valuable whatever? <laughs> what? <laughs> what
1: I've journey? Written, I've written Chris Evans. Have you? What's wrong with you? I'm, I mean, do you know I'm a huge Chris Evans fan? Again, I, I've said, I've said it before. I think now that he's not Captain America anymore, yes. although it is kind of funny that he goes. I'm the result of a secret government yeah. experiment. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, Captain America. That's weird. Uh, but I I really like him. And I, I, so it's weird because they're both in Knives Out. Um, but both Daniel Craig and Chris Evans, now that they've like left their respective franchises, yeah. I think they're going to be doing some really exciting stuff. Because you watch Daniel Craig as Bond and you're like, he's a good Bond, yeah, Bond yeah. is a boring character. Yes. And then you watch him in like Knives Out uh, or oh, Logan Lucky and you're like,
2: God, yeah. this guy's great. Yeah, he's good. That's Chris
1: Daniel Evans
2: Craig. And
1: my footnote on that is uh, Ditto Chris Evans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> I did, did think sort of. He, <laughs> was it
1: about Daniel Craig? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: he's no, he's a bit Teflonny because I still like Chris Evans a lot. Mm. It's just it obviously he's wrapped up. Like, the character of Jensen is just such a prick. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't get past it. So and I've, Chris Evans, you know, it's not. It's, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't make me love Jensen, but maybe nobody could. Yeah, uh, it's Zoe Saldana. Obviously, I just think she's like she's brilliant in mm-hmm. more or less everything. And she is written I th- would say as here is hot girl and I do think the things you have to put up with there someone's like can you just walk can we just get your ass just one more time why is, why am I why is this in slow mo she does get a good slow mo walk she's got plenty she's got a full retinue of slow mo walks on her CV but it is just a bit of a shame where it's like we're going to focus on your ass right now because you're a woman in this film, so fucking suck it up. Yeah. But she's very good. She is. So
1: unless you do a Halle Berry where you get paid, what is it, two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a boob, a flasher, a flasher <laughs> flash boob in Swordfish? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah unless you do unless you get paid really well for it is that what you're saying I mean yeah, no th- no I'm not disagreeing okay good
1: <laughs> good I'm just saying I'm, I'm sort of saying if if if, it's, if the ball is left in your court and yeah. they're like look oh we kind of feel like teenage <laughs> really boys to- <laughs> teenage boys are going to fucking love this movie but you know what they love as well teenage <laughs> this is, sorry are you, do you represent the studio because you feel unhinged <laughs> so oh yeah. imagine
2: the tone of the meetings <laughs> I can't know I'd love to have been it because it would have been high-minded and serious you can't sit with their representatives and be like is she gonna get her back out though (laughs) like you have to come at it from an angle of like we feel that this is good for this and the guys in marketing are very up for it
1: (laughs) the good the marketing they're good guys i'm gonna write down a number on this piece of paper (laughs) i'm gonna slide it across the desk here and what i want you to do is then just show me exactly how much breast (laughs) that buys me
2: oh yuck anyway Let's move on. Uh what's your change?
1: Uh, I sort of touched on it earlier. I think you either you either go big or don't bother at all. You you lose the sonic dematerializer. Sure. Or you go all in with the sonic dematerializer and make this closer to the comic book and a bit fucking out there, a bit mad, a bit like crazy because I think the moments like that journey sequence where you know suddenly like security go Okay, he's really shooting us with his fingers, as opposed to there being a sniper. Before, did you go to security school? No, me neither. So I think like stuff like that is fun, and you lean into that. It's just a sort of it's sort of it's a halfway house. It's not it's not wacky enough, uh, considering it's it's uh, Genesis where it came from sure. the comic
2: mine is a a small thing so when we're still in Bolivia and Aisha is introduced to the group and she's like I can bank whatever dialogue I can bankroll you I can get you home cool then they wake up in coffins cool Next, obviously, is a makeover and shopping montage. Where is my makeover and shopping montage? She's basically said, spend what you want and do what you want. So I want them to get... I want to get him out of that fucking white shirt because getting on my nerves. But also... I It's so what to he go- wears
1: in the comic. that Just to clarify, right, that first. is why they've put him in it because it is like... It's to differentiate. So they've all got a signature look, yeah. you know, Cougar's hat, Jensen in... Glasses, S-s- yeah, fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's in his suit and shirt, but it's it's impractical.
2: I just want, uh, but the, in terms of like getting kitted up, like they can buy anything. I want to see them buy their hardware. Yeah. That's all it is.
1: You know what does have that?
2: The eighty, yeah,
1: <laughs> which we'll be talking yeah. about on Thursday. So, is that as done? Oh yeah, yeah, Sorry, the losers also hard R rating. That's what you need. Go. You know what? The, I don't know why. I think. There's something about them and their gang that reminds me of the boys. You, yeah, yeah. you watch that. You, yeah, here. Yeah. There's something, and the the boys works because of how fucking graphic it is. Yeah. Like part of the interest is like, what are they gonna do this time? Yeah, yeah. And I think this needs to be that as well. That I happens. just I think going for the the A team on Thursday belongs in the PG thirteen slot. Of course, Mm -hmm. it's the A-Team. This needed to set itself apart from that glut of PG-13 action movies we had in 2010 and do something different and be really extreme. And I think it would have been way more fun. I agree. Cool, cool. So, next week, it's Chris's choices and he's absent. But in his absence, I've come up with a clue. Right. Shall I, I, shall, I should say this now. I was going to say this on Thursday, but I'll say it now because it really narrows down the field for what the movies in our Clash might be. So, without checking with either Chris or Vicky, Five. next week <laughs> begins our Halloween <laughs> countdown, clash <laughs> Do
2: you know what? I'm laughing. But you probably did that joke last year and I would have laughed just as much. No. What do we do? Shock-tober.
1: We did Shocktober.
2: This is our third run at this.
1: January and Genufanny. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no funny. January, Fanny, and February, Fanny. No. Fanuary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember. Fanuary and February, Fanny. Uh, this is just I think this is fine, Clash-a-ween. Yeah. Because there's an H at the end. Fuck it. it I works. like it. It's, it's fine. good. Anyway, our clash-a-ween countdown mm. begins as we begin to celebrate the greatest night of the year, Halloween. So it's a month of horror clashes coming your way, which begins next week. So these are clearly Within that ballpark. Mm-hmm. Maybe not exactly horror, maybe not pure horror, maybe pure horror. <laughs> I'm giving you enough help. So the clue is I'll get you my pretty and your little dog too. <clears throat> End scene. <laughs> Begin scene. <laughs> I'll get you my pretty and your little dog too. Different, different. Giving you choices, giving you options there. You let me know. You feed me back with notes. I'll take it. End scene. Right, so that is your clue for next week's pairing, and that is it for this episode. Until then, do subscribe to us if you haven't already on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends about us. Join the Clash Podding Army. Be part of the party. Uh, also, check in with us on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. Clash of the Titles at Clash Pod or Clash of the Titles on YouTube. Speak to you on Thursday for the 18th. Clash of the Titles is a
2: stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
0: Hold up. What was that?